Hi, this is Anthony Airedale, host of Kids in Cars, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for a four-month-old, Zaley Fryer, white female, 2 foot 11, 12 pounds, brown eyes, brown hair. Zaley was last seen on May 1st, 2011. She has a brown birthmark on her right leg and went missing from Millersville, Tennessee. If you know of Zaley's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Zaley Fryer, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfuturesmissing.com. Thank you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you and welcome to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Raven Devaney. And I am Gabriella Chu. And today we will be talking about the Smurfs, Cowboys and Aliens, and the HDNet kidsing movies, Babe and Fly Away Home. So to start off the show, we will be talking about the Smurfs with Makai. How are you doing, Makai? I'm doing just fine. Thank you. Awesome. So, um, Gabriella and Makai, you both have seen the movie. What was it like for you? Did you like the movie? Yeah. Um, when I was a little bit younger, I watched the Smurfs, and it's really cool to see um, live action and animation go together with the Smurfs, because a lot of people love the Smurfs, and... um. It's really cool to see all the modern stars as the Smurfs. Yeah, me too. What was your favorite part, Makai? I like the very beginning when you see all the villages and um, all the little mushroom towns and it's all happy and they're all singing la 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 la. Yeah, I like that too. What was your favorite character? I liked Smurfette and um, Clumsy. Why? Because Just because, like... Their personalities was are very um interesting and like Smurfette as the only girl and um like she has like this whole backstory and everything of um the bad guy like yeah making her and then um clumsy because he's just this clumsy old person and um he's so clumsy um. He has, like, that sweetness that everybody likes yeah. about him. Yeah, And um, I, I just really liked that. Did you learn anything from the movie? I learned that it was that live action and, like, a really old tale that everybody loves can go really good together. But also yeah. can go very wrong because um, sometimes you just don't want it to go together because you know that story and you don't want it to be remade. But um, this story, it made it very easy to watch. It's not like you want to change something so much. So I have a question for actually both of you. I'll start off with Makai. If you could be one of the Smurfs, which one do you think is most like you? Clumsy or Smurfette. I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. 
And why is that? Clumsy because I feel like I'm clumsy when, like, people get mad at me. I feel, like, the clumsiness in me. And Smurfette because sometimes I just, like, feel cute and pretty like she does. Yeah, <laughs> I can definitely agree with that. Yeah, I love your flowers and your hair. You wear flowers every single day, and I remember that from camp. So I definitely agree that I think I would put you as Smurfette if I got to pick. What about you, um, Gabriella? Um, I would either be the father Smurf or um, clumsy because um, sometimes I'm clumsy too as well. But other times, like the father Smurf, I really want to get um, back on track and try to get my group all back together when we're in times of trouble. I definitely agree with you. I think everyone can probably relate to the clumsy Smurf because everyone gets clumsy. And I I definitely think that that's what I would put myself as, as clumsy Smurf. And, you know, I've actually never seen the movie, um, the new movie, but I've actually watched some of the cartoons. And I actually thought the idea of, you know, throwing that classic tale into modern day civilization was actually really really cool because you know the smurfs come from such a magical land and putting them you know right into the middle of the city is i think a great idea so um gabriella what was your favorite scene in the movie um my favorite scene would have to be when um the Smurfs, they find the telescope because it leads them back to their magical world. And during the movie, the Smurfs are trying to um, escape from their magical world to get away from the evil Gargamel. So um, when they found the telescope, that's when their goal was achieved. That's awesome. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Raven Devaney. And I am Gabriella Chu. And today we are talking about the Smurfs, Cowboys and Aliens, and the HDNet movies kid scene, Babe and Fly Away Home. So right now we're talking about Smurfs. So Mikai, what was your favorite scene? In the beginning with all the villages and um, when... All the little happy Smurfs, la, 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 la. And I also like the part when they, they um, land in New York through the portal and they're like, what is this place? It's like so much different than that little happy land where everybody lives in mushrooms and skips along and sings and like everybody has their own job. It's more, wow. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think if I was a Smurf, you know, basically living in fairy tale dreamland, it would definitely be like a, a big shock and almost like a blow to the face to be thrown in that world of, you know, real life. Um, so, Gabriella, what do you think about the animation? Did you like the animation? I liked the animation. I thought the um, CGI animation was very impressive because there was a scene when... Um, the um Patrick, which was one of the caretakers of the Smurfs, he was playing gar- Guitar Hero with the Smurfs, and he was like trying to find all of the Smurfs because they were running around the room. But it really seemed like he was running after them, even though they weren't really there. So, um, what about you, Makai? Did you like the animation? The animation was great. It looked a lot like the uh, original, and um. I love their noses in the animation. They were just, like, so big and cute. But the animation was really great. Very blue and smurfy. <laughs> definitely. So, did you like the voice talent? I mean, there were definitely some celebrities. Katy Perry. Um, there was George Lopez. Did you think that the voice talent was a good fit to the characters? Yeah, a really good fit. Um, 
Katy Perry, it, it's almost amazing how many different voices she can do because you always think she has, like, that one voice and that's, like, that hip-hop voice all the time. But then when you see this movie, it's, like, that cute little girl. And then um, George Lopez, he was really good for that character. You could tell that he had a very good angry but, like, subtle Smurf voice for that character. Yeah, um, he was definitely good as Grumpy. Yeah. I also thought the voice talent was um, very good because they conveyed a lot of emotion in their characters. I definitely agree with you about that. Just I, you know, I I didn't actually see the movie, but um, watching the previews and trailers, I definitely thought that it was a good fit. And um, you know, seeing some like behind the scenes things at the movie theaters, it was cool to be able to see. Like it seemed like they really had a lot of fun. And my little brother River, who's seven years old, he saw the movie um, and he loved it. He was just laughing and he kept talking about it for days and days after. So I think it was probably good for the age group. What do you think about the age group, Mackay? I really liked it, but. I think it depends on the kid, like, if they grow up with, like, a very grown-up personality. Um, but I don't think, like, teenagers, like, around 16 and 17 and in that age where they only like certain things um, would like the movie. Like, it's, it's funny, but not so funny. It's more of, like, silly. Yeah. And so how old are you, Makai? Ten years old. So do you think kids younger than you would like the movie as well? Yeah, I think kids younger than me would like the movie a lot, too. Awesome. So, um, Gabriella, you're 14. Did What did you think of the movie and for the age group, being a teenager? Initially, I thought this movie would fit more for younger kids like Makai. But when I watched it, I, I actually found myself laughing and enjoying the movie. So I think... Um, even my dad came and watched the movie with me, and he was laughing. So I think parents will reminisce their childhood when they're watching the movie, when they're laughing. And I think um, younger kids will also be able to appreciate it as well, since the Smurfs are really cute and adorable. Yeah, my mom saw it too, and you know, she said she loved it as well. Um, and so I think it's actually really clever and smart for there to be adult humor in kid movies, because, you know younger kids like Makai's age and even like young teens aren't able to go to the movies by themselves a lot of times and so you have to be able to sell the product of the movie to adults and kids which I thought is really smart um, especially with like all the movies they're all basically like that now so if there was anything you could change about the movie what do you think it would be me first yeah go ahead anyone I think I'd change well, sometimes I felt like it was a little bit too silly, like, really silly, like, this isn't funny, it's so silly. But otherwise, I thought it was really good. Awesome. So what about you, Gabriella? Um, yeah, I don't think I would really change anything major because I thought the storyline was well-directed and the movie was very fun. That's good. It's definitely good to have fun movies and silly movies. So... What did you think about the soundtrack of the movie? I thought the soundtrack was really wonderful. Like, the music fit every scene as if you wanted it to fit. Not like in some movies where the music's totally off and you want it to fit that scene because it's a really good scene, but the music's off. In this case, it's more of a scene that fits the music. Yeah. What about you, Gabriella? 
Yeah, I agree with Makai. I thought the music really fit the tone and mood of the movie at certain scenes. Like, um, the movie would become softer when this the father Smurf was having a father to father conversation with Patrick. Uh, it's it's definitely like a whimsical story, a whimsical movie. So. Let's take a break. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Raven Devaney. And I am Gabriella Chu. And today we are talking about the Smurfs, Cowboys and Aliens, and the HDNet movies on Kids Scene Babe and Fly Away Home. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First Film Critics include a week-long Film Critics Boot Camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Remember Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm Raven Devaney. And I am Gabriella Chu, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. Let's continue with our conversation about cowboys and aliens. Um, so we have Sam on the call with us who just saw Cowboys and Aliens. How are you? Pretty good, and you? I'm good, thank you. So I saw Cowboys and Aliens last night, and... You know, when I saw the trailers and the previews, I I didn't think I was going to be that impressed, honestly, because, I mean, I thought, I guess it was a good idea to have, you know, such futuristic aliens, you know, we put aliens in the context of so high-tech and, like, super smart and intelligent, and then cowboys as, like, so, you know, plain and 
low tech time. Yeah, basically. And so, you know, I didn't think there was going to be really anything else to the movie besides explosions and gunfights, but I was actually pretty impressed with the storyline. I thought I was entertained, which I thought was good. What do you think, Sam? I thought it was a fairly good movie. I'm a history geek. So, I like to um to check like the technology and stuff and that was it was very realistic to the time period. That was like standard end of the 19th century kind of weaponry and it it was the usual kind of thing. What I really liked about it the most was like you were saying in a lot of alien movies what they'll do is they'll just they'll throw the modern technology at it. They'll launch nuclear warheads at it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But in this they pit really fairly, fairly primitive technology, you know, pistols and bow and arrow and that kind of stuff, against extremely advanced space travelers. And I think it's an interesting concept. Like, you know, I, I'd like to see more kind of stuff like that. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. It was like, yeah, a very creative idea to have such separate worlds come together. And yeah, like I said, I was I was pretty impressed. I did, however, think that like in the end battle, it was kind of unrealistic how the humans did start defeating the aliens because, I mean, the way the aliens started out fighting, they were totally wiping out the humans. Absolutely. So um, I thought I thought it was kind of unrealistic at the end, but then again, there wouldn't be a story if the aliens completely wiped out everyone and, you know, they took over the world. That, that wouldn't have happened because that would have been way, way unrealistic. I, yeah, and I definitely liked the movie, and I thought the aliens were kind of creepy. You know, they weren't, like, super scary type aliens that you would see in horror films but I was kind of creeped out especially how their chest opens up and they had like arms that came out of like their organs I thought that was creepy and you know I was a little bit afraid honestly so Sam what do you think about the animation of the aliens well when I looked at the aliens when I got the first real good look at them what I thought was some extra of a bear a chameleon and a cricket yeah Um, and I thought that, that really, it's it's very interesting how they melged these different things together to put together a really absolutely terrifying alien. But something I want to say about um, the, the horror thing that you were uh, mentioning, I'm not a horror movie kind of person. And I think that that was, at least for me, a bit too much on the horror movie side. And I think that the rating of PG-13 is absolutely appropriate for it. Yeah, I thought PG-13 was good, too. And, you know, uh, I'm, like, kind of opposite of you because, you know, my opinion is I'm actually really into horror films. Um, so, I mean, I thought it was scary. Um, it wasn't too scary for me. So, I mean, I guess it's good because, you know, if people aren't super into horror or scary movie, then, um, you know... It, it might be a little intense for them, but, you know, if someone is, you know, really into horror films or doesn't get scared very easily, I, then I think it is, it's good because, you know, you won't get too scared, but, you know, it's not super thriller. And, you know, I think the reason why it's good to be PG-13 is because there is some inappropriate language, and it is a and little bit And it's very violent. It's yeah, very it is violent. very, very violent. And especially um, how the aliens, they're like, you know, basically killing machines. They're huge. And they have like fingernails that are basically like daggers. So, I mean, I thought it was kind of gross when they were like killing people. And, you know, I, yeah, I, they're, I think that the words killing machine exactly describe those things. I definitely agree with you. And then they were so massive. They were just taking out the people. And it was it was it was intense. So, a lot of that movie was shot in um, 
New Mexico, where you live, Sam, did you recognize any of the locations or landscape? Actually, interesting thing. I go out horseback riding sometimes, and occasionally I'll actually see the little cowboy town that they filmed a part of it in. Uh, it's it's really actually pretty cool. That is cool to be able to like you know see stuff you see all the time on the big screen. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Raven Devaney, and I am Gabriella Chu. Let's continue with our conversation about cowboys and aliens. So, um, like I said, it must be really, really cool to be able to, you know, see, like, basically your home on the big screen. I thought that, you know, like I said, I was pretty impressed with this movie, and I thought the acting was really, really good. Um, I recognized, you know, the main character, the girl from uh, Tron and some other movies that I've seen, and I thought she did a really good job. My favorite character is probably the preacher, because he seemed a lot more compassionate than a lot of the other characters because you know like in the west people died all the time from you know gunfights or sicknesses because you know living qualities back then weren't you know that good and so i thought a lot of people were sort of just hard and weren't that sensitive or compassionate towards others and i thought he definitely seemed you know really nice and compassionate and sweet and um he took care of the little boy after his grandfather was taken so that's why he was my favorite character because he was definitely really sweet who was your favorite character sam i'd have to say um i forget his his name in the in the movie but the guy harrison ford played i think that in terms of character development he went the farthest the guy who played Jake, uh, I'm blanking out Daniel on his name. Craig. But, oh, Daniel Craig, thank you. Daniel Craig is an amazing actor, but the character didn't really change very much throughout the course of the film. However, um, the guy that, uh, that Harrison Ford played, he's, he, he really changed during the course of the film. And it was interesting to see the compassionate side towards him uh, when the Indian was talking to the chief. It was, it was interesting. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. And, um, you know, like you said, like uh, the character Jake, he doesn't really change that much throughout the movie. And I do agree with you. And that was one of the things that actually bothered me because even like in the flashbacks when he was with like, you know, his lover or whatever, it, it seemed like he was the same as when he was uh, like as after he had been captured by the aliens. It didn't really seem like there was any change in emotion with him. And especially yeah, which is strange, which is strange because he's. He's the lead, so you would think that, that they would have the most character development, but no. I definitely agree with you, and I think that his character could have been a little bit more tormented, you know, because after he did remember some things, you know, like the big thing in the movie was he didn't remember anything, and, you know, he couldn't remember where he came from. and But, I mean, he did remember some things, which was like, you know, being with that girl that he loved, and I think there could have been some more torment with him that, like, you know, he couldn't be with her anymore, and she had been taken, and she had been killed, basically. And so I did think that it was a little bland because all he was, he had like the same facial expression the entire time. But otherwise, I think that character was pretty good, you know, with the fights and everything. Yeah, he really looked like the kind of guy who could knock somebody out with one punch. Yeah, and that's what he did in the movie. So it was right for him to be like that. And um, something that I did think was really creepy um, was when like the torture scene and his flashback when they were testing like stuff on them and weapons on them to try to find their weakness basically that that creeped me out and I like couldn't look for that part because I don't know it just seemed creepy the torture part of it you know torture is so medieval basically and it was like yeah. high-tech medieval torture so that kind of creeped me out a little bit and yeah, I agree with you know you. I have a um 
I have a question for you and Sam. Um, did you guys learn anything from the movie? Like, did you learn any messages or? Well, for me personally, not necessarily. You know, I'm thinking, trying to think about if I did learn anything. Oh, I think actually, yes, I did learn a uh, message because, you know, back then it was basically cowboys and Indians versus each other. And I thought it was cool how in this movie, the cowboys and the Indians actually came together to fight off something that was actually getting both of their people, which I thought was really cool because, you know, the aliens were targeting the Native Americans and the, um, you know, the cowboys. And I thought it was really cool to be that they like came together to fight the enemy, basically. Yeah, like I say in my review... It's the meat of the story is about rivals coming together to defeat a common enemy. Yeah, um, I, I definitely agree with you. All right, let's take a break. I'm Raven Devani. And I am Gabriella Chu, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m., whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm Raven Devaney. And I'm Gabriella Chu, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. Let's continue with our conversation about the HDNet kids scene movie, Babe. So like you said, we're talking about Babe right now. Gabriella, why don't you tell me a little bit about that movie and what you like about it? Um, it tells the story of a young piglet who 
after winning this competition from a farmer, he meets all of the animals on this farm, and he's really new to it, and he's really innocent and shy, but then one day he enters this sheep herding competition, and everyone is expecting him not to win, because he's just a little pig, and usually a dog wins every year, but this time he won, and he proved everyone wrong. That, that's definitely a great message, you know, that like, Anyone can do anything, really. So what do you think the message that you got from this film was? Um, I learned that you should have confidence in yourself and you shouldn't doubt yourself just because of your appearance because um, as we saw with Babe, everyone thought he wouldn't win the competition just because he was a little piglet, but um, he had the courage to win the competition and he had confidence in himself, so... That's awesome. You know, and it's definitely important because, you know, appearance is so, you know, big nowadays. And and even though this movie was made a long time ago, I definitely think people nowadays will really enjoy the movie. What do you think? Yeah, I think so, too. And I also think all kinds of age groups will also enjoy the movie because it has a universal message. Definitely. So who was your favorite character? My favorite character would be Babe because he... He just had the power in him to win the competition and prove everyone wrong. And he had a lot of confidence in himself. I definitely agree with you, you know. And it's a very, very confidence-building movie, you know. What did you think about the special effects in this movie since, you know, there was real animals in this film? I thought that the special effects were very impressive because at times I wondered if the animals were just extremely well trained or if the use of animatronics was this effective because it really seemed like the animals were talking and the movie was only produced in 1995. And I also thought the dubbing was wonderful because um, the voices really matched the characters. That's awesome. Um, And it's it's very important to have, you know, a realistic look um, to this type of things because, you know, movies nowadays, there's a lot of talking animals in movies. And, you know, sometimes they're all CGI and sometimes um, it'll just be, you know, filled in for like the mouth and stuff. But that's really cool, you know, since this movie was produced quite a long time ago that, you know, you thought it was very realistic. What Um, did you think? I thought this movie was really good, actually. I was very impressed with it, Um, especially, like you said, with the special effects and everything. So what was your favorite scene in the film? My favorite scene was when Babe, when he won the competition, because that was like the climax of the movie. And that's when everyone gained respect for him. You? You know, I don't really know my favorite scene, honestly. I I really like the whole whole movie. And I, I agree with you because, you know, it's definitely... He, he did get a big amount of confidence in that movie. I mean, in that, in that scene. And, um, you know, I thought it was really good. So, you know, your favorite character is, um, you know, a main character, Babe, obviously. Uh, did you like any of the supporting roles in this film? Yeah, I also really liked the dog because um, she also really helped Babe because without her, um, Babe might not have won the competition. He would still have confidence, but she was a really good friend to him and she was always a dog that he could have counted on. So what do you think about the soundtrack of the film? 
I thought the soundtrack was wonderful because um, the format the movie uses to tell the story is like a children's storybook since each chapter tells an interesting story with a moral. And at the end of each chapter, um, there's like a cute song playing. And I remember listening to the mice singing their song and I thought that was a really cute ending. That's awesome. So what do you think is probably, you know, the biggest message that is put out there? I think the biggest message is to just believe in yourself because that's what Babe did. And he ended up winning the competition. You? That's awesome. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm Raven Devaney. And I am Gabriella Chu. Today we are talking about the Smurfs, Cowboys and Aliens, and the HDNet movies, Kids Scene, Babe and Fly Away Home. So right now we're talking about Babe. So if you could change anything about this film, what would you change? Um, I wouldn't make any major changes because I thought the movie was well-directed and it had an interesting storyline. You? Um, I, I agree with you. I don't think I would change anything. You know, I was pretty impressed with the whole movie and I was very entertained throughout the whole thing. So um, what do you think would be, if you could give it, you know, a certain amount of stars out of, you know, five stars, what do you think you would give it? I would give it four and a half stars because I really enjoyed this movie. And the only reason why I didn't give it five stars is because um, I don't really think the movie was entirely perfect. I agree with you, too. And, you know, yeah, I think I would probably give it four, four and a half stars, um, especially because, you know, there is a lot more advanced um, movies now with, you know, talking animals yeah. and things. So it might not be like the first choice for modern movies but you know this is a classic definitely and I think it is a must see for everyone because it is very good to get the, those classic things mixed in with all the modern media today which I think is very important for our culture to have you know that classic home style thing and I definitely thought this movie was very uplifting and positive and you know it just puts a smile on your face really um so what do you think was do you think like really really young kids would like this film yeah I think anyone would like this film because even if um, really young kids like um, toddlers they might not understand the movie but I think they would really like it because anyone would enjoy watching animals talking that's something you don't see very often uh, yeah I definitely agree with you you know even if you know younger kids or even sort of older kids like six-year-olds and things like that might not necessarily understand the deeper meanings of this film but you know it is entertaining with the songs and the whole layout of the film so it is very good and um do you think adults would like this movie yeah i think um adults would love this movie because i think it's great for all ages i think um everyone can learn from it since it has a universal message and it's a classic it's a I great family film. You. Yeah, definitely. And it's, uh, yeah, like you said, it's a great family film. It's good for family night. And it is very important, you know, for family night. Not everyone gets their first pick of what show or what movie they want to watch. And so I think it is important to have entertainment for all ages. And, you know, it definitely puts a smile on your face, like I said before. So what do you think has been like the biggest impact on you from this film you know not like the biggest message but you know what stands out the most is it like the songs the imagery um I think it would have to be the imagery because 
like when I think of Babe, I just immediately comes to mind when I see him winning the competition and that just makes me really happy and from watching this movie I've gained more confidence in myself too because um, the movie Babe made a impact on me as well. I definitely agree with you. You know, even those little things, you know, like a little piglet winning this huge competition. It's like those little things. If you get a ton of little things and put them all together, uh, eventually it's going to make a big impact on you. So I think that is very good that, you know, it left you with a positive message. What do you think has been, you know, what was your um, least favorite scene about this movie? I didn't have a least favorite scene in this movie. I enjoyed every part of it because I thought um, each chapter of the movie told an interesting story with a moral. You? That's awesome. Yeah, I don't really have a least favorite scene either, honestly. You know, I like the whole movie. I thought it was, you know, very simple and playful and fun and positive. So if you could be any one of the characters in this movie, who do you think best suits you? Hmm, I guess I would be the dog because I'm always trying to help my friends and um, help them be the best that they can be. That's awesome. You know, I definitely... What about you? You know, I'm not sure. Probably either the dog or babe because, you know, sometimes I lose confidence in myself and I always just have to keep my chin up and remember, you know, everything that if you if you work towards something and if you push yourself towards something, you'll definitely, you know get to your goal and you'll definitely reach your goal yeah so like you said there were morals at the end of each chapter um what was your favorite moral um my favorite my favorite chapter in the movie was when babe tried to um steal the alarm clock from the farmer because the movie made well use of the suspenseful music they were playing plastic classical music in the background to build the suspense for the audience and um, from that I learned that you shouldn't be snooping around and stealing people's things. That's definitely a good moral to live by. Let's take a break. I'm Raven Devaney. And I am Gabriella Chu, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critic Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First Film Critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. There is so much going on in the tech field. The Technology Show is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. 
In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Technology Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. You just love your pets, but sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm Raven Devaney. And I am Gabriella Chu, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. Let's continue with our conversation about the HDNet Kids movie, Fly Away Home. So, Gabriella, why don't you tell me a little bit about the movie, Fly Away Home? It tells the story of a 13-year-old girl named Amy whose mother dies in a car crash in New Zealand. So she moves to her father's house in Canada. And she discovers that he's a peculiar inventor who likes building machines for flying. And um, she finds a bunch of geese eggs near their home and raises them. And when winter approaches, she decides to use her father's flying invention to lead the geese to the south since they need to learn how to migrate. That's awesome. That sounds like very entertaining movie so what was uh, your favorite scene in this film my favorite scene was when um the girl amy was leading the geese towards the south because it was really exciting to see her travel in her father's um airplane and see the geese flying along beside her and the movie contained really beautiful visuals and aerial cinematography when they were filming that it was the landscapes were breathtaking and at times I couldn't tell if the movie used CGI animation or a real flying to film the scenery because it looked really real. Well, that's definitely good, you know, that there's a real aspect to that. And um, I definitely think that's very interesting, you know, that she's almost like a mother to those geese. So, like you said, the visual aspects and cinematography in that scene were very good. What about the rest of the movie? Um, I really liked the rest of the movie, too, because it had a great message. It incorporated a universal theme, and it showed that it's wrong to destroy animal habitats for big corporations, because in the movie, um, there were also people who were trying to take down the, the geese's wings so they wouldn't fly, but, I, but they showed the geese, I mean the police officer, that you shouldn't do that. That's definitely a good message. You know, animal cruelty is, is a very big thing, and especially, you know, we are underestimate the potential of animals, and, you know, we think like, oh, just taking out the small amount of animals isn't going to, you know, really affect the natural habitat that much but you know it is very a big thing so that's definitely a good message that you got um so who's your favorite character in this movie 
My favorite character was Amy because she was very courageous and um, she went after what she believed in. So that's another message in the movie as well. Because um, even when she was told not to take the geese, she still decided to raise them. That's definitely, you know, good. And, and that's good for her definitely to, you know, go against what she's told because she knows what's right. So if you could be any one of the characters in this film, who do you think would you be would you be Amy or well um I would be Amy because I think it would be really fun to fly in her father's airplane because um I think the scenery was just breathtaking and to just fly on top of it it seems like a lot of fun I definitely agree with you on that I think that that would be really really fun honestly (laughs) to do that it would be very very fun Um, So what did you think about the soundtrack? I thought the soundtrack fit the mood of the movie, but they didn't play a lot of songs. But I noticed that when Amy, when she was flying, they would play peaceful and serene music. So that really fit the tone and mood of the movie. Yeah, well, I mean, it definitely seems like an emotional story. Uh, did you think that the music captured the emotions and did you think like the cinematography captured the emotions of the film? Yeah, and the opening scene of the movie, um, it really captured my attention because that's when her mother died in the car crash and they were filming the, the scenery as if it was like really blurry and she didn't really know what was happening and there wasn't much sound going on either. So that really conveyed the tone of the movie. All right. Well, you're listening to Voice America Kids. I'm Raven Devaney. And I am Gabriella Chu. Today we are talking about the Smurfs, Cowboys and Aliens, and the HDNet kids scene movies, Babe and Fly Away Home. So let's keep talking about Fly Away Home. There definitely was some conflict in this film since, you know, Amy had to go live with her father. What did you think about that conflict? I thought it was very interesting because she moved all the way from New Zealand to Canada so it was very different from her and she barely knew her father so it was new to her when she found out that she was an an inventor and at home she would be bored but then when she found the geese eggs that gave her a lot of interest. That's awesome. You know, I think that would be so hard for me, you know, moving away after, you know, someone that's very, very close to you has passed yeah. on. I think that would be really, really difficult for me, especially like not really being that close to your father and being really thrown into a situation that you're not necessarily prepared for. But, you know, things like that, you know, hardships really help make a person stronger and make a person yeah. really who they are, which, you know, I think that's good. What do you think about the father's character I thought the father's character he was a very supporting figure in the movie because he really helped his daughter Amy with her um, mission to lead the geese to the south and he he um, told her about like all of the problems that were going on like when one of the geese was left behind and he constantly pushed her and helped her follow her goal. That's awesome and did you see a progression between the relationship between Amy and her father you know in the very beginning it must have been very very awkward did you see um, a change in their relationship towards the end of the film? 
Yeah, I saw a dramatic change. At first, she barely knew who he was, but then she discovered that he was an inventor. And I remember seeing her facial expression when she saw her father flying. He almost crashed, but then towards the end, they were flying together and they were having a great time. That's awesome, you know, to see that progression of people really getting to know each other, especially father-daughter. That's very important. Did you enjoy the acting? in this film? Yeah, I enjoyed the acting very much. The character Amy, it was um, really clear that like all the troubles that she was facing, you could really tell what she was going through, especially after her mother died. And you could really see her father's supportiveness when he was aiding her to um, lead the geese to the south. That, that's awesome. So what do you think the age group for this film would be? I would recommend this film to children 7 and up because it's an inspiring family film and I really think it's perfect for all ages since it delivers a universal message about um, protecting the environment and going after what you believe in. That's awesome. You know, that's definitely a good message to get across when you're young because, you know, if you live by those morals, then it'll definitely stick with you throughout the whole thing. Um, so what was the biggest emotion you felt throughout this film? My biggest emotion that I felt was um, I was constantly cheering on for Amy, like silently in my head, because I really wanted her to um, get her goal accomplished since she was trying to um, do the right thing and lead the geese to the south since they needed to learn how to migrate. And she didn't just clip off their wings like she was told to. Yeah, that's definitely a good thing. So um, in this movie, you know, she, she basically raises these geese. What do you think about the progression between the relationship with her and the geese? Um, I really enjoyed watching their relationship grow because there were some scenes that showed um, Amy. She was like pretending to be the mother duck. So it was fun seeing her doing that. And she was leading the geese and the geese really seemed to like her and think that she was their mother. And, you know, that's definitely a very cool concept because, you know, after Amy's mother passes on, she almost, you know, after losing that mother figure towards you you know that's a very big um part in a young girl's life you know that role and that guidance of a mother she almost sort of takes on the role of her mother towards the geese which I think is very interesting it's almost like you know after she's lost someone very important it's almost like she embodies that character what do you think about that yeah, I thought she was very mature to take on such a situation like this because she wasn't prepared for this at all, but she ended up like doing such a great thing. She helped lead these geese all the way to the south, and it was reported on the news, and people were looking in the sky, seeing her flying, and she really gained a lot of respect. That's so awesome. Thanks so much for joining us. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To enter our 2011 Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign, go to www.kidsfirst.org and be sure to check out all of our reviews on that same website. I'm Raven Devaney. And I am Gabriella Chu, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. Thanks for listening to Game On. Your hosts play again next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, go enjoy a good game.